You're listening to the Business Life and Coffee Podcast, Episode 4, brought to you by Jumpstart HR LLC. Once upon a time, a hacker drove a Jeep off the road. Think that's some twisted fairy tale? No, it really happened, and we're going to talk about it. On today's episode, you'll learn how to make small talk less awkward, and you'll hear how to prevent hacks and malware from negatively impacting your business. Today, I'm speaking with Marcin Plachinski, founder and CEO of Malwarebytes. He's giving a recap of the latest Black Hat conference in Vegas. Grab a cup of your favorite brew and let's get started. The article of the week this week is found in Inc. Magazine and it's titled How to Make Engaging Small Talk and Avoid the Awkward Silences. See what I just did there? The awkward silence. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about the uh, three things that the author Leslie Moser suggests that we should do whenever we're in a social gathering so that the 50% of us that are introverts, um, we can have a better conversation and make things less sketchy. So let's go ahead and jump into the first item. Step one, briefly reveal something about yourself. Leslie says, don't go silent after you shake hands and introduce yourself. Continue by volunteering something about yourself. It doesn't have to be anything revolutionary. Often, I'll simply comment on what brought me to this situation. For example, I'm here because I'll be working on the operations phase of this project. I'm really excited to kick things off during this meeting. Um, I think that's a good idea. You should always, before you get to an event, you know, have your reason why you're there. And maybe people will care. Step two, ask an open-ended question that's fairly easy to answer. Again, Leslie writes, asking the right questions means that the other person won't have to work too hard to engage, but also won't be able to get away with a simple yes or no answer that will stop the conversation cold. You know, these open-ended questions are very good for having successive questions. Um, You know, you'll start with the open-ended one, and then after that, you'll just lead down a trail of questions and conversation and give and take and call and response. And I also agree with this uh, step of, of using open-ended questions. And I'm, I'm going to use this next time at a, I'm at a networking event. Her last suggestion is to direct the conversation to current events. I think this one can get a little dicey, but let's see what she says. If it feels like your small talk has devolved into a Q&A, Feel free to move the conversation away from professional topics and talk about what's going on in the world. Of course, the advice that it's best to avoid conversations about religion and politics still holds true. But if you're the one to pick the topic, then you'll be able to steer the conversation appropriately. Leslie says that he tries to stick to well-known topics such as news about local sports teams or recent events covered in the Daily Digest so that it's more likely the other person will, have also, will also have something to say on the subject. That way, the conversation can progress much more naturally. Keep this method in mind, and the next time you find yourself standing next to an SVP in the coffee line, you'll be able to direct and make a confident, intelligent impression without any mention of the weather. Man, if I have another conversation about the weather. <laughs> what did you think about this article? Tweet me at JVP said. Uh, and uh, use the hashtag BLC. 
If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at, only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Cyber threats are more prevalent now than ever as hackers find new ways to access our personal information. Here to tell us how to protect ourselves and share about a conference where tech wizards stay ahead of hackers is Marcin Kluczynski, founder and CEO of Malwarebytes. Welcome, Marcin. Thanks for having me, Joey. So what big stories are coming out of this year's Black Hat conference? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff coming out of Black Hat. Um, the, the more um, uh, popular one is, is the recent Jeep hack. Uh, one, of the, one, one hacker actually was able to drive his friend's Jeep off the road by, by taking control of it. And uh, you know, that's a, that's a very interesting concept, but I really do think it's a proof of concept. You know, there's a lot of these hackers looking on how to take down airliners, but in the end, you can go online right now and get your computer infected in 15 minutes. And, and that's really the threat that, that you know, we really focus on. So, so the friend drove the Jeep. That's that's insane. Um, what are what are some of the new cyber threats facing us today? Yeah. So, ransomware is is definitely one of the most uh, prominent um, in the last couple of months. And so, what, what ransomware is, you go on a website, you get infected, and all of a sudden your computer files start getting encrypted. So, pictures of your family, your dog, uh, your resume, maybe you know some video files that you had are now being encrypted by this malware that's on your computer. And after it's done encrypting your files, it'll tell you, you know, pay us $250 and we'll give you all your files back. So if you don't have an online backup, it's really tempting to pay the criminal. Uh, if you're a small business, they may charge you $10,000 to get your files back because they know they're a little more important to you than the average consumer. So businesses have, you know, really nothing uh, to do but to, to pay the criminals. Unfortunately, half of the time, you don't even get your files back. And so this is a true hostage situation, but digitally, right? And, and how crazy is that? How scary is that for, for a business in today's environment? And that's crazy. That's, that sounds like something out of a movie. We'll, pro <laughs> we'll, we'll probably see that in a movie sometime soon. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and uh, Marcin, what are some of the uh, biggest digital threats facing us today? So there's, there's one thing called a malvertising attack as well. Um, this is really interesting because it doesn't require a user to really do anything. Uh, a legitimate advertising network advertises on popular sites such as CNN.com or, or USA Today, and they, they rely and trust the advertising network to provide safe ads for their consumers uh, or, or mm -hmm. anybody really browsing the website. Unfortunately, these advertisers have to sanitize and go through millions and millions of different types of ads, and things get through. So a malicious character would upload an, uh, an advertisement that maybe has some bad code in it and would try to take you know, control of a computer. And what happens is a, the average consumer, maybe using an out-of-date piece of software like Internet Explorer or Java, would go to CNN.com, and all of a sudden, without really having to click on anything or do anything, they would get infected using that vulnerability in that older version of the software. Mm -hmm. And the advertisers have to be very reactive to this, but 
by then you, you've infected tens of millions of people. I'll give you a good example. A couple of weeks ago, actually last week, Yahoo faced a, a, a similar situation where several million people were left exposed on Yahoo's website because they weren't sanitizing certain advertising. Um, and really, who would have thought in this day and age that all you really have to do is visit a website to get infected. You don't have to click on anything. You don't have to really do anything. That, that's, you know, uh, how security has really evolved or malware has really evolved. Yeah, it's, it's getting more and more aggressive these days. Just the fact that you can browse and be infected, that's, that's, in, that, wow, wow. Um, so the scams, right? So, so scams are. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the scams. Tell me about those. So everybody's out to get you, right? And and that's just me maybe being paranoid, but really everybody's out to get you on the internet. Um, we have a lot of uh, friends and family that have have called me just because I'm you know in the security space and told me I got a call from a Microsoft agent and for three hundred dollars he fixed my computer online and nothing was wrong with their computer. This was a tech support scam. A random person called, you know. One of my friends or family and said, you know, I, we've identified some bad activity coming from your computer and we're going to fix your computer. Just pay us $300 before we get started. And they fell for it. Microsoft doesn't call you. The IRS does not call you directly, right? They, they mail you mail right. and that's how you should be communicating with these agencies. Um, so they're all out to get you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for that story and thanks for the tip for our listeners. Um, what other steps can our listeners take to stay ahead of to stay a step ahead of hackers without breaking the bank. Yeah, so your old clunky antivirus is, is no longer enough. Um, malware has gotten far too advanced. Um, you know, just like the invention of a seatbelt to go along with an airbag, uh, you, you need an advanced layer of malware protection, uh, a zero-day layer. So a company or a product that thinks ahead of the criminals and tries to predict their behavior. Antivirus and traditional security approaches are very reactive. They have to see the viruses and they have to see the malware. An advanced layer is something that's, uh, that's definitely critical. Uh, updating software in your operating system, this is something that's commonly overlooked, but having an out-of-date version of, of Windows, even Windows XP, is, is much more vulnerable than Windows 10, for example. Updating your software, your Java, your Internet Explorer, or whatever browser you may use, uh, helps you stay protected because these vulnerabilities are constantly patched. And finally, a little bit of common sense goes a long way. Um, you wouldn't trust your money with just any old person. Why would you trust your data or, or, you know, or your money with any old website? Just having that common sense and really thinking, if this smells funny, maybe it is sm uh, funny, I shouldn't go on this website, mm -hmm. will take you, you know, pretty far. Okay, okay. And uh, every day there's a story about a company being hacked and putting people's sensitive information in criminal hands. What what do businesses need to do to stay ahead of these types of threats? Yeah, it's it's you know it's a shared responsibility. It's a shared responsibility between the consumer using the website or the business and the business itself. Um, I always tell my friends and family to never trust your data with a site that you don't need to. You know, dating sites. If you don't need to put certain information in there, like a social security number, don't put that information. Consider every vector, uh, you know, as something that could be breached or hacked. From, from the company uh, perspective, you know, they really need to beef up their security. They too need to use advanced layers and, uh, and, and be careful with what third parties they work with and that they're trusted. Um, you know, I've talked to a lot of chief security officers at large enterprises just because of the nature of the business I'm in, and they have a huge shortage of cybersecurity professionals uh, in the world today. And org uh, uh, organizations are competing with each other and, and really poaching talent back and forth for just 
premiums at, at this point. Universities really need to start um, putting curriculums together, and, and they are, but it's very similar to the engineering shortage that we faced several years ago. Once the university started putting curriculums together, um, you know, the engineering talent was suddenly found, and that's the same thing that needs to happen on, on, the, on the security side. So where can, our, where can our listeners find more information about your company? So your listeners can go to www.mauerbytes.org. Uh, we have a bunch of free products and, and technology that you can uh, play around with, check if your computer is infected. We have a thought leadership blog. Uh, we write about a lot of the latest threats and what's really infecting you today. We write about stuff like what's coming out of Black Hat, the G-Pack, and, and other proof of concepts that are um, uh, very experimental but could be the threat of the future. Okay. And um, do you have any other comments or feedback that you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, I think, I think security is becoming a very hot topic. I think people really need to start evaluating what they use in their business or what they use on their home computer. Um, especially in the business, the, 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 the perimeter is gone. You know, th there's no such thing as protecting the perimeter. And that means when people go work from a coffee shop, um, it's a whole different game. You're connected to an insecure Wi-Fi uh, network. You're using potentially outdated software on your computer. You really need to beef up um, you know, your endpoint security so that the software that actually runs on your computer and protects you, you really need to take a, a good look at what you have on there. I'll definitely be sure to uh, take a look at my software. Um, I work out of coffee shops. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marcin, uh, this concludes our interview. Uh, thanks for chatting with me here on Business Life and Coffee. Thank you, Joey. Take care. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. This has been another episode of Business, Life, and Coffee, the only podcast that simulates the experience of having coffee with a mentor, industry expert, or fellow colleague. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read your comment on an upcoming show. You can find show notes, episodes, and resources for your career or business at businesslifeandcoffee.com. If you have a topic that you want to learn more about but don't have time to grab coffee with an expert, email us at info at businesslifeandcoffee.com and tune in for that topic on a future episode. Also, you can reach me at Twitter at JVP said. This is Joey Price signing out, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>